welcome to the test episode one of Coffee to Cocktails, a conversation between two friends that spans across the day between the the coffee that wakes us up in the morning and gets us ready to take care of business to the occasional cocktail that lets us wind down and let our hair down at the end of the day. I am Nina. And I'm Kristen. And we're your hosts for the evening, so grab a drink and join us for a little kiki. When I said, um, uh, take your hair down at the end of the day, I almost said, take your hair off. But I mean, <laughs> what? Take what it down. <laughs> Child, so yeah, welcome to episode one, Nina. I'm so, because y'all, you know, this was Nina's idea. This, this is her brain power. I'm just the co-host joining along, but, um, you know, we thought it would be just such a good, um, a good space for two moms to get together and just talk about issues that affect us. And tonight, our first episode is just about friendships. So you can get to know us, sisterhood, girlfriends. So yes, I guess Kristen, let me, let me throw something out there because mm-hmm. You have to give yourself credit as well. So I think I had mentioned to you about you actually having a podcast. Oh my gosh, what years ago? And I'm like, your personality, <laughs> you know, the experiences you've had, just who you are, you would be great for a podcast. And I think you tested the waters and you had a couple episodes. <laughs> um, and then you had mentioned that, you know, it it didn't really pick up the way that you wanted to or maybe life happen and you weren't able to continue mm-hmm. but I was just kind of thinking about all the podcasts that are out there and every time when we talk even if it's after months we get on the phone and we just laugh and we just have a good time <laughs> and we pick up from where, wherever we left off however long that is so I'm like I think Kristen would be a really good person to do the podcast with. So don't sell yourself short. <laughs> I thought of an idea, but because you have the experience, I'm going to let you lead the way in some of this. So Oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I hope you you guys can sort of see just a little bit of, you know, of our interaction and in, in how good of friends Nina and I are. So we just wanted to take this first episode because y'all are probably like, who are these women? Harpo, <laughs> who this woman? <laughs> and so we just, you know, we just want to take a little time and tell you guys how we became friends and just discuss friendship. And let me tell you, if you are listening tonight to this test episode, tonight, today, whenever you tuned in, consider yourself an OG listener. You here for the beta test. I mean, I don't want to call you guinea pigs, but I mean, you know, you are experimental listening base. So tell a friend to tell a friend. Spread the word. (laughs) Absolutely. And we're hoping that you can join us. You can laugh. You can relate Mm -hmm. to some of the things that we're mentioning because everybody, you know, talks about friendships and we all have a picture or vision of what real friends are. And some of us, I'm sure, have lost friends along the way, made friends, mm-hmm. especially as an adult. So um, I think the our friendship journey is, is really interesting because we met, oh my gosh, how many years ago? This is in 2000 and 
seven. Lord have mercy, child. You can crunch them numbers. You the engineer. Cause <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, so, so 2007 and 2000, I mean, 15 years. Yeah, that's, that's a, a pretty long time. And yes. we were, we were actually, you know, a lot younger living in a new place. This is before, uh, well, before I got married, Chris, Kristen, I think you had just gotten married like a, a, a month prior to moving. Oh yeah. Um, starting new careers, not really knowing anyone. So we'll take you down the journey of how Chris and I actually became friends. I remember when um, I first moved out to Seattle mm-hmm. and I moved out by myself. So my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, we were living in Indianapolis. We applied for jobs at Boeing and they were in Seattle. Those, those positions were in Seattle. Uh, apply for the same position because both of us have the same major and we graduated from the same school. Shout out to North Carolina A&T. <laughs> and so we both applied for the same um, jobs. They had several positions that were open for this job. I got the position he didn't. I was looking like, well, I'm going to go and we'll figure something out for you a little later. So I hopped on a plane. I moved out to Seattle, uh, landed. And this is January 2007. Did me no justice to watch the movie <laughs> Sleepless in Seattle because I had no idea what I was getting myself into. <laughs> but I will fast forward and tell you it's probably one of the best decisions of my life. Mm-hmm. And so when I first arrived, of course, I didn't know anyone. There were several of us who were outside of our comfort zone. Um, some of us hadn't, you know, some of us as in the friend group that we formed hadn't really been outside of the state that we grew up in. And so there were a few people that we were able to click very, very closely with. And so mm-hmm. I met Kristen and uh, her late husband, Andre, um, early on. I think we were supposed to be going out to dinner, I think at the Cheesecake Factory. I met you through Christinia. Yes. Oh, Chris, yes. Yeah. And uh, Christina and I, we actually shared an apartment because my apartment wasn't ready at the moment for just a couple of months, actually a few, a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, she also was a, a, a new engineer who moved out to Seattle. Yes. Um, and so we were supposed to go out to dinner, but I think something happened where I had to back out and I didn't end up going with you all that night. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe a couple weeks later there was an event that I was help hosting and you and Andre showed up and then we had a couple of other friends. So I'd seen you at a couple different events, mm-hmm. but we fast forward to uh, several months when, you know, you get together and you invite people out. Andre and Kristen were always on time. And if anybody <laughs> knows anything about me, I don't like to be late. <laughs> so um, Andre and Kristen and myself and my husband Darren we were just hanging out and I think that gave us a chance to really connect and get to know each other and every time we would hang out with Andre and Kristen we would just have a good time I mean we have spent time in parking lots just talking <laughs> after dinner yes. sitting at tables after we've eaten and I'm sure the waitress and the waitresses were looking at us like yeah like we trying to clean up and go home y'all still here <laughs> so 
Um, we've spent Christmas together. We've spent birthdays together. I mean, holidays, Thanksgiving, you name it. Yes, yeah. you name it. We we've we've uh, been you know together for so long. So definitely a, a really good friend. And since 2007, we are still staying connected. Amen and amen. And and to me, it's like the epitome of that old quote about, you know, friends are like the siblings that you choose. Like we, of course, we have our blood siblings who we love and cherish, but our friends are like, you make an intentional choice to really, to hang around with those people. And um, I mean, none of us knew anybody. And I always look back at the fact that Andre, he made friends with girls first at work for me. Because I, I think he probably felt, I don't know, a little sense of guilt maybe of, you know, even though we were embarking on this new journey, but bringing me out to Seattle, I literally left everything I knew behind because I'd never lived in another state. Mm-hmm. And I remember he came home from work and said he met, you know, girl from Michigan and another girl from Dallas and he was like, you guys should get together. And I'm like, look at him out here. He's making friends for me. <laughs> so that, that you know, that's how I that's how I met Chris. Chris was the one from Dallas. And then once uh I guess we got together with Chris, that's how I met you. And you know what? Looking back that evening when y'all had that fish fry and me and Andre was the first ones there. I think that might have been the beginning of our friendship bond. And I don't think that we <laughs> we were aware. It was, oh, we're just having um, gatherings and we would have gatherings at each other's house. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a, a few people in our friend circle. And again, because we all were so new to Seattle, we're so far away from home. We're kind of building our network and our, our family of friends. Mm-hmm. And so when we would host things, we were like, hey, you just come on over. And again, y'all know how sometimes uh, folks can be late. DP Tim. would show up and we'd be like, oh, they're here on time. <laughs> so <laughs> that just gave us a chance to really understand who they were, get to know them a little bit more. And um, the personalities that they they had um really fit in with how Darren and I kind of thought and operated. So it just kind of brought us a a lot closer. And then we started traveling together. Yes. (laughs) We would take couples mm -hmm. trips. That right there, not to go down too far of a rabbit hole and, and, you know, because I have a tendency sometimes to jump ahead. This actually might segue into, you know, was a quality friend. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, child. But yes, I think the true sign of like, you know, in the true test of friendships is whether you can travel together because mm-hmm. the stresses of travel, you know, going through the airports and stuff like that, getting people's schedules together, that's sort of like a baseline stress right there if you let it be. Yeah. And I, yeah. I think when you, with friends able to just have fun with them make good memories and go with the flow I think that is the sign of a real solid friendship because as you and I know 
sometimes traveling with friends, it it can get a little bit dicey, and you you really see like all the sides masks come off and whatever. But I think that was just a way, you know, just another signal that you and Dan were like just such good friends to us because we going on vacations with y'all is just plain fun. It's just I don't know. And it was easy, fun. Mm-hmm easy i mean we would come up with a plan i remember when we used to work um for the boeing company this is kind of mm-hmm. like when we first started and when we started to travel we would have group uh sessions um i don't know what the, i think it was skype at the time we would yes. have sessions through skype about what we were going to do when we were going to travel what places we thought we wanted to actually you know visit my little excel spreadsheets okay we're gonna do this when we land we're gonna <laughs> go to the hotel this time here's a couple hotels that we found it was it was really fun just mm-hmm. easy you know i like things that are easy it was a lot of go with the flow because you know sometimes we go out of town the the main thing that you're trying to figure out is what are we going to do or main mm-hmm. things i should say what are we going to do when we get there and where are we going to eat yeah okay. a lot of it was like <laughs> oh well we eat this we eat that that's fine or I could just find something on the menu wherever we end up you know mm-hmm. going or where we deciding to um to eat and so it was it was fun again really easy um just good times really good times well you know what I noticed about you Nina as organized and like you know just precise and concise as like you would have a whole itinerary written out, which was awesome for keeping us like within a certain framework and having something to go to to find things to do. But that being said, dead set on that. You know how sometimes you have a person that wants to be organized. They really want everybody to stick to that, and they start feeling really bad if people don't. You've never been that, and it just reminded me of. Another good friend of mine, my childhood friend, who I went to Jamaica for her 40th birthday. And she was the same way. She was like, Kristen, when you come on this trip to join the group for excursions, do that. But if you don't, if you just want to sit and chill in your room all day, do it. Like, want to do it. And that to me is a sign of a quality friend who just lets you be you. No, that's, I think we have all probably experienced that. And so uh, thank you for the compliment, by the way. I'd like to, you know, because have you ever been somewhere and you're like, what are we going to do? I don't know what y'all want to do. Don't matter to me what you want to do. And I'm like, we're wasting time. So you at least have something (laughs) planned where if everybody is cool with it, oh yeah, well, let's go go do this. Or, hey, we can deviate from the plan. I saw this on the way in. We should go check this out. And mm-hmm. I like those people who can kind of go with the flow. Like, oh, that that sounds good. So, mm-hmm. um, which is exactly how you are. You like sounds good to me. Let's just be <laughs> on our way. So, I definitely appreciate yeah. that about you. It kind of reminds me of um, our, our wedding. So, Dan and I actually did a destination wedding. We got married in the Bahamas, and of course, Kristen and and Andre were there. 
And I think um, there were some other friends that were there. They had plans. I think you all had plans to go do something with mm-hmm. some, some other friends that were there. I think we and, um, you know, we're, we're getting married. We took care of all of our business. We mm-hmm. linked up with you all and you were like, oh, well, we were supposed to go here. I think we ended up going somewhere um, off the island. And yes, yes. Had a good time. To- it wasn't planned. Went to Freeport, Bahamas, and walked around all the little markets and stuff, and just had a good time. A good time. I do remember there was a a boat that you had to take to go to a smaller island from where we were staying, Mm -hmm. and the night, I think one night, we all went out to dinner, all the people that were staying on the resort, my parents were included, and my mom was having, um, I think, grouper? I think she was having uh, some (laughs) dish with grouper. And boy, she talked about that grouper, and we had a piece of it. We was like, oh, this is good. I can't, Nina, I'm sorry to interject, (laughs) but I can't hear that word without thinking about your mom. I I think, (laughs) she was advertising this fish like they was paying her, and she was like, this is good, and it was good. So I remember the next day, we were like, yeah, we about to go back to this this uh, small island take this boat they were not serving group at the time when we got there and we were so disappointed <laughs> it's just um again just you know you talk about a quality friend just friends that you can really connect with and have a good time regardless of what you're doing what you're talking about I mean, we used to say things like we could just sit in a dark room and have a good time and just chat yes. and talk and we've been very close to that where we've been places where, like, the lights are very dark. <laughs> we are just still sitting in here. So, you know, you talk about a quality friend. So uh, another quality that I appreciate is just um, someone who's positive. And Kristen, you have been so positive, especially with everything that you've gone through over over the years. And I know we'll get into an episode about that and kind of go a little deeper Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think I've ever seen you mad. Are you serious? I have never seen you upset. You're just always so positive. You know, getting like, okay, come on, come on, y'all, let's get together. But not like to the point where you are um, just out of character. I, oh, I've never seen yeah. that. You need it? Oh, my goodness. I've never seen it. So I appreciate that because it's like when you're around Kristen, and I've had other friends of mine who've met you and they've had nothing, nothing but nice things to say. I mean, oh. to the point where some of them, at, how is she doing? I was like, oh, you only met her one time for like 10 minutes. You remember who she was? <laughs> so wow. that goes to oh show you goodness. what kind of person you are. Oh, thank you, Nina. I mean, like attracts like, and I, I just like to be around positive people. Mm-hmm. And laugh and create good memories. And I mean, none of our lives are perfect. And we all have our days or whatever. But it just speaks to how, with regard to quality friendships, how ease and flow sort of work their ways in there. Because, I mean, life is complicated enough. Oh, yeah. Who needs a damn complicated friendship? I it, mean, It's too much. Yeah, it is. It is. And, I mean, I know we're going to. We got a little, we're going to touch on like high maintenance friends in a second. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I, who are easy to love. <laughs> yes. 
Because I've had some in the past was like, child, I like you, but dot, yes. dot, dot. <laughs> I think we all have had at least one or a couple in our lives where, yeah, I just, I, the type of friend that I am, I like people for who they are, not for mm-hmm. what you have, not for what mm-hmm. you can do for me. And there have been friends that I've come across who um, think differently than I do. Mm-hmm. But again, it's just like, I like you for who you are. So uh, if you don't live in the biggest house or drive the nicest car or mm-hmm. wear the fashionable clothes, I don't care about that. Can mm-hmm. we get together? Can we have a good conversation? Can we ha- can we laugh? Those mm-hmm. are the friends that I look for. Even if we're laughing about things that may not make sense to anybody else, we're mm-hmm. laughing because either we have inside jokes or we have something that resonates with both of us. Um, you know, we can just relate to each other with, with those things. So I appreciate those people who may not have everything that they may want, but it mm-hmm. doesn't change who they are, especially as a friend. Indeed. And I mean, life is what you make it, honey. I mean, mm-hmm. I was talking to my brother the other day and we were just talking about people who, you know, who sometimes let their emotions get the best of them and then maybe come circle back apologize later. And while I value sincere apology, like you get one life as far as we know, it ain't no drug. Mm-hmm. This is it. So, you know, I'm really intentional about creating good memories and being around people who facilitate the creation of those good memories. I'll never forget. Um, I don't even know if it was my first Christmas in Seattle. It might have been my third or fourth. In any case, I was just super just down and out and and really missing Christmas in Michigan because I was so used to everything being laid out. And my mom, you know, all of a sudden it was just Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And she was the one who made me realize like what was lacking and why I was like so sad was she reminded me that Kristen, you have to create those memories, especially when you start mm-hmm. having kids and stuff. And you know, the memories that their child will be defined by. And so that right there, you know, put the fire under my butt to start saying, you know what, I need to go get some patience. I need to buy a tree. I need to really put some effort into this. And I look at friendships, everyday friendships, the same way. Like I'm built, that's like the building blocks of those good memories I'll look back on. And quality friends are yes. the building blocks. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And when you talk about quality friends, you cannot forget about friends who have those good vibes and that good energy. Because <laughs> how many of us? have been around people and you're like, man, I just don't either feel like myself or it, mm-hmm. it's not really fun. Something is not right. You can't really put your finger on it. Mm-hmm. But you know, when you get around certain people, you just, it, it's just, it just feels different. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that good, you know, the good energy, the good vibes, again, not really caring um what you have or even if you're kind of having a bad day and we all have had those I Mm -hmm. see when you get around friends your mood especially those friends with those good vibes and those quality friends 
soon as you get around them, your mood completely changes. I mean, your your day could be turned upside down. Exactly. So um, I like being around those people. And I know you can have those serious conversations with some of your friends, but I like friends who can keep, um, you can go for deep conversations, but you can keep things light where it's a lot of laughter and it's just a lot of fun. Yes. I mean, it's the best, man. And I mean, just to circle back for a second, with you saying that um, you've never seen me be mad before and stuff, to me, that's sort of a signal of when I'm around people who, like, the vibe is just not right because some people might bring out those bad qualities in you. Mm. And I mean, not to say anything specific about anyone that has caused that reaction in me because that's not what this is about, but... You can sort of tell people you want to spend further time around and those who you may either want to limit or just not have time around at all because, you know, situations may come up that might not bring out your best qualities. Yeah. <laughs> and may be counterintuitive to that, that flow and ease that we were talking about just a second ago. So I think that's a good way to do a vibe check. And again, not to say if I don't vibe with somebody that that makes them, you know, we're not saying that that makes you an awful person or whatever, but it's just the way we assess who we want to spend further time around and who our values match with and stuff like that. Agree wholeheartedly. I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I am too old for this. So if I don't get a good vibe from you, girl, I'll cut you off and keep on moving. Yep, yeah. we'll be calling her again. <laughs> she wasn't that fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I at least give you a second ch- chance because maybe that that day when we got together or we talked, we connected, maybe things were off, but mm-hmm. you get two chances. And then if I just don't feel um, like this is going anywhere or if I don't feel, you know, those good vibes I had mentioned, I won't be calling you again. Oh, yeah. You'll not be hanging out. And, and, you know, you get to a point where you're like, it becomes very difficult to make friends mm-hmm. as an adult, especially with ladies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but especially with ladies. And I know we all have so much going on. We have, you know, kids, if you have children, if you're married, you got your spouse, you got your household you're trying to run, regardless if you're renting or buying but it's still your house and your space and you're trying to make sure that um your things are together there Mm -hmm. if you work full-time it's just a lot that's going on so I like to get with people where I can really have a cocktail and let my hair down Mm -hmm. and have those good vibes um I would say I've I've moved a lot in my life in my adult life Mm mm-hmm and I think this is uh, where I currently reside. This is my fifth move since mm-hmm. uh, being an adult. And I will say every state that I have lived in, there's at least one, some, some there are multiple, there's at least one from that state that I still stay connected with when I actually live in these places. Mm-hmm. And I definitely appreciate that. And it, it, it feels really good when you can just, call someone or stay connected I mean um, thank goodness for social media because that's how I keep in contact with a lot of my friends 
if we're not, you know, having phone call conversations mm-hmm. every day, it is nice to stay connected with them um, via social media. So I appreciate that. Or text, text messages as well. That's been the bridge for me, honestly, social media since I moved away from Michigan. And yeah, keeping in contact a... with people. Yeah, because you can, you know, um, you remember when you when you moved to Seattle and you had mentioned that Andre was um, scouting out friends uh, for, <laughs> for, for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I understand. And I think mm-hmm. at the time, I don't know if I was necessarily looking for friends. I was trying to figure out what was I going to do in Seattle and how I got there and how <laughs> it was so different from the movie that I had watched. So it didn't oh, resonate yes. with me about the, the friends. But I'm I'm happy that that came along because we've made some some really good friends in Seattle. We um, like people that like to this day that you just keep in contact with. Yeah, even people that we weren't as close with when we moved, you mm-hmm. still were able to stay connected and build a relationship uh, other ways. But it was um, it was just it was different. And back then, I didn't you know didn't have any children. Mm-hmm. Work was a lot of what was going on in life and that's how we really all stay connected i just remember we used to actually go out on the weekends we would find restaurants to try part of the bowling game as it were um mm-hmm. like colleagues that actually met up and had a good time after work now i don't know if that may speak to just how big bowling is because you know you had this group big but none of us work together, even though we worked in the same company. So maybe that has something to do. But um, yeah. but I mean, sometimes people are a little bit leery about making that they work with. But what was unique about all of us is that you know we all work at Boeing, but this one worked in IRC. This one mm-hmm. worked on some other airplane program. This one was in defense. So that kind of worked in our favor. This segues really well into one of the talking points that we had about how friends as adults, like, because yeah. when you're in school, you're sort of into these things that you might not otherwise, and you build some of those long-term friendships in school, but as adults, especially without kids, it's hard to sort of stage those interactions that would yield a French what tips would you have for adults that aren't necessarily in that situation like we were with Boeing where they're not making friends with people that work in the same company as them they just sort of like or maybe not in a new place but just trying to figure out how to establish a friend we got some good insight so what would you say Nina How, how, how did you make friends as an adult so I think a lot of it uh, kind of stems from work. So I'll just kind of start there. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I first moved to Seattle and how me and Christinia, we, we call her Chris, how we became connected. I just saw her and we started talking. I, I don't think we started talking about shoes. I think it was a compliment <laughs> that was shared or something like, oh, your shoes are really cute. And we just started chatting. And then, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we just, we just kind of had a connection with, I know, as simple as shoes. And then we started to get to know like, oh, where are you from? 
where you work. And I think we actually met at orientation. And mm-hmm. so we didn't know anything about Boeing. We didn't really know anything about, um, what weren't really familiar with maybe what the job role was. So we really were just having a conversation off of something simple. I think also from that, I would tell you what, what helps me. And, and I think my background is very different, but I grew up as a military angel. So I was forced to find connections with people because I went to 12 different schools from the time that I started kindergarten to the time that I actually graduated. And these are in different states. Wow. In different areas. So you were a lot always of that, the new kid. I was always a new kid. And I knew if I didn't put myself out there, I wasn't going to have any friends. Mm-hmm. Um, things are different these days because you actually have social media to stay connected. But back then, when I was growing up, uh, I'm probably aging myself, but cell phones weren't really that big. You had paper and pencil to send a letter mm-hmm. to an address. And if that address changed, you normally went to the person's grandmother's address because you know she won't go move mm-hmm. and try to um, connect with that you know that uh, friend that you had so mm-hmm. um, for me I don't mind throwing myself out there I think that that would be something you know just um, having a conversation with someone even if it's something small to start that off with mm-hmm. and then see if it builds builds from there so this has been my ammo since Oh gosh, I was I was younger, and I think mm-hmm. as an adult, you find a connection with someone, you reach out to them, like, "Hey, it was a really good time meeting you." If it's through a mutual friend or seeing you or whatever the case is, you can start from there and see if it grows. It does start with a compliment. You could start a, a really good conversation by complimenting somebody. That like really breaks the ice, people with people even more than you know, because some people try to. Uh, I mean, another good way to start a something kind of like the weather or something. But mm-hmm. when you get people who I'm good about themselves, it makes them smile. You know, absolutely, so, absolutely. So I, I think it's that's uh, a well, technique. Well, Kristen, what about you? Because you lived in a couple of different places and you started over. So, what would you say would be some things that you've done uh, to connect with friends? My goodness. My my K through twelve experience was a a little bit different from yours in that um, you know I went to the same school, lived in the same city, K through eight. Some of those friends from elementary followed me to high school, and we just sort of kept in touch during and stuff. Um, and I I mean, as far as getting to know people, I sort of used the same things. As you are definitely, I'm very easy to give somebody a compliment. You know, I totally like agree. dressing. <laughs> yes, you will. I, I noticed with somebody, um, if, if you know, if your hair is styled a certain way or you got some braids that I like, you know, I'm the one to ask, like, who does your hair? Like, you know, and, and then that quickly can turn into... You know, it's something that could possibly flourish into a friendship. Absolutely. Um, you you are not shy with giving compliments. <laughs> and I actually love that about you. You'll Aww. see someone and you'd be like, girl, look at the shoes she got on. And I'm like, oh, I noticed those shoes. But yeah, they really are kind of cute. And you <laughs> would just give the compliment. And I think that is um, such a great quality about, about yourself. 
And I think uh, people like, appreciate it because it can make their day depending on, you know, what kind of day they're actually having or maybe they weren't as confident with some of the things that they're wearing mm-hmm. or maybe the hairstyle, but you just bring, you just bring it out. You just bring it out of them. I mean, I, I was straight up compliment a, a perfect stranger. <laughs> Be like, try them <laughs> shoes, honey. Uh-uh, look, look. I don't know where you're going. You're going somewhere. I have seen you in action and it just makes I think it makes everybody smile who's around it makes them smile well you know what if you're at Starbucks or at some other fast food drive whatever I mean person that is serving you may have encountered a zillion people who are just dry and different maybe even some irate I mean I've been in customer service before I've been that call center person where you know, all the elevator forwarded to me. <laughs> and so um, it, it's always nice once when you've had a chain of interactions that weren't so good to get that one person that's like, thank you for just smiling. Golly. Yeah. So I, I try to remember that too, just to smile, just share something positive break the ice in that way um as far as moving, I love to, that. As far as moving to a brand new yeah. city kids because now with kids you sort of get those forced interactions and you become friends with the kids parents and sometimes your kids are are you know they like Mark, my oldest son he's so front-facing and charming with everybody and he interacts with people when I'm like in hermit mode and I'm just like, I don't want to be bothered with nobody. Can you please stop saying how to change just because I can't today? No. But he, ever since he was a baby, he just be like, hello. We were in the grocery store one time and I don't even know if he said anything that day. But this lady just came up to us and was like, she gave him a $20 bill. He was still in diapers. Oh. I was like, okay, I'll take that. Right. My bra. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> but she was just like, he's just so cute, and I just, I, I wanted to bless you guys today. So he might have just smiled at her. He and Marcus is really good for just sharing a smile and a hello. And I've, I've seen it go two ways. I've seen it go where, you know, some people are so that they think mm-hmm. when somebody's being, it's a setup. So you get some people a cute kid hi to you, you still walk back. And that's when I sort of go into Medea mode because I don't know if you remember that one movie downstairs and and the little kids are like hi and can't say anything and Medea's oh, like yeah you ain't hit a baby say hi to yep yep <laughs> I go into that mode a little bit but um but I've also seen where just his hello has brightened somebody's day oh while I'm thinking about it so we visited home. And um, I met my friend down by the riverfront and we all did the river walk and walked to this playground. And at that, there were some people might've been from um, a school or a group home or something, but it was a group of kids that, uh, um, th- that had down syndrome and we're walking in, you know, we all walked past cause you know, you just kind of walk. As people sometimes you might say hi sometimes you just might be going about your business but Marcus looked over at them and said hi so a few minutes later the lady who was leading that group comes over and she goes up to Marcus 
And she's like, young man, thank you. She was like, do you know how many people, like, you know, these kids, like, they don't exist, or they might even be mean to them or say mean things about them, stare at them or whatever. She said they were so happy that you just said hi to them. I'm telling you, Nina, that that moment right there almost made me cry. It was such a proud mama moment for me. That is so nice. Yeah. That is really, really, really sweet. And Mm -hmm. and exactly what you're saying, uh, you know, just a a small gesture of saying hi goes a long Mm -hmm. ways. So I hope Marcus keeps that up. And I I don't see anything different from him. Um. (laughs) Look at his mom. Aww. And he's just, he's picking up some of the qualities that you have. Aww, I think that is, that's really nice to hear. I hate that. Well, nice nose, nice. Same to you, honey. And well, there I, are some days where, no, <laughs> I, I'm nice until I'm not. And well, when you start messing with my kids, you'll mm-hmm. see another side. Or just, I just don't appreciate people. Uh, and this kind of, you know, other women as well. It's like, especially black women mm-hmm. i just want to see everybody win yes you know? like there's enough room at the table for all of us and if it's not that's enough room, we'll make some space you know what I mean? well i mean that's the mindset who you know walks in abundance and live in the overflow because child that's a whole nother episode when you get to talking about how mindset get you to like making bad decisions mm-hmm. and um, foiling relationships with people and you know just making chains of decisions that that would affect your life in a negative way that almost kind of make you cycle back just have misfortune come towards you and I think that speaks to you know just to hear you say there's enough for everybody if everybody had that mindset the world large would be a much better place because a lot of stuff you see on the news if you really drill down to why you see like bad news it drills down to somebody being scared of something and yeah. in survival mode and you know they will harm somebody else to save face that's what it comes down to this is why I'm, I'm saying you know we're talking about the whole friendship thing it is nice to have those good vibes that that good energy um especially with with friends you consider people you know because we all have some acquaintances but the definition of having a friend are things you can share those those topics with those discussion with have those heartfelt conversations but also still have fun and you know just I'm just thinking I just I just you know sometimes I'm like I just want to help people Mm -hmm. but I also want to have a good time I don't want you to you know, I don't want to feel like I have to come in and save everything, but I want to see people win, especially if you are my friend. I want mm-hmm. to see you win. And so I'm like, I'll do whatever it takes. If I can help, I will. So, I mean, I'm just, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just interesting as you get older, some of the things that you encounter, especially with people that you consider friends. And we see crazy stuff on TV all the time, especially reality TV. Where you have people that have been friends for years and then they are no longer friends over something that may not be as big as we think 
Yes, you, much ado about nothing. Like, come yeah. on. <laughs> or you see people that just met and they become the best of friends over something really small. Mm-hmm. And those are things, you know, you're like, this is this is cool. This is cool. I mean, about wanting to see people win, I think that's a true sign of a solid friendship where you are just, you happy to see your friend grow. I yeah. mean, I I could think of a slew of examples just from my company. I mean, you're happy to see your friends. You know, you might be sad that they're moving somewhere else, but your happiness that they're, you know, got a job that they want and they're relocating, you know, that supersedes any, like, selfish feelings that you have about them being geographically close. You're happy when your friends find love. You're not acting funny style when they say they're going to hang out with their man this weekend. You know? It's just yeah. signs of being an adult and like having a friendship that sort of molds and evolves and changes over time as life happens. Because so. life will happen and there will be things that occur that you cannot control. So you, you talked about relocating and Mm -hmm. I remember when it was our time to leave Seattle we were sad but I was like yeah we just we're just too far away from family yeah and so but I was also thinking like wherever we go that gives y'all a place to visit and vice versa wherever y'all end up you know we gonna come visit you abundance again like instead of thinking about all the things that could go wrong you know Andre and I could have been like well, oh, well, you know, another one bites the dust. We lost some other friends because they moved away. But that wasn't our mindset. Our thing was, and I think that's a valuable gift that Boeing gave to us. It's just a trait that I see across all us Boeing kids that move from various places to Seattle. We have never been scared to embark on a new journey. Or take a new opportunity in a whole other place. Because it's like, you know, if it don't work out, you can go back to some place you like. Like, it, yeah. it's not the end of the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned something about the, the solid friendships and how they evolve in life. But those are the stories that you can take with you and mm-hmm. the times that you can reminisce. So, you know, I talked about um, or had mentioned in 2007 when we first met so that was 2007 when you and I met and then there's been some um some real you know life events that have happened where I turned around I was like well Kristen was there she was there for that we got married you were there (laughs) we had our first uh baby shower for our first daughter you were there Uh um you know, we we came to visit uh, when you all had moved. I do remember when we we came to um, Cincinnati, where we we live currently. Uh-huh. Before we lived, you know, where Darren was from. We had went to Detroit to visit you all's hometown. Uh-huh. Um, you came to my hometown in Fayetteville when when much do, but we did something. <laughs> yes, we have fun. <laughs> And then we came to Cincinnati and did some things. So we were able to visit each other's homes. Yes. And I, I was like, I get to share, you know, my place where I was born and, and, and somewhat raised mm-hmm. with 
you know, the friends that, that we have. And I thought that was, that was just amazing. It felt really good. Yes, it did. Oh my goodness. It's just been such good times. And I'm, and I'm extra thankful just having this conversation that we didn't let, you know, a friendship just sort of die on the vine once everybody moved away. It's like we still managed, you know, and thanks to technology, thanks to Skype and Zoom and everything else, Facebook, whatever, mm-hmm. we've been able to still cultivate relationships, even with that distance between us, even with life changes, pets, babies, you know, just the whole bit of births, deaths, the whole shebang yeah yeah Yeah. it is it is nice to have that connection especially when you're like there's nothing wrong with this Mm -hmm. the only thing is we may not live in the same um city Mm -hmm. or even state but they make cars and planes for a reason listen we we was the ones helping build the planes Maybe that's why we don't have no problems traveling with building the airplanes. I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so it is it is nice to to look back on some of the things that we've done. Again, and you know, I remember when when you were pregnant with Marcus, throwing your baby shower. I was like, we're gonna make this work. Oh my goodness. We're make yes. this work. I owe you one, Nina. You did that. Oh honey. no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> this, that, I was like, look, this is what we're gonna do. <laughs> but it was fun and I was happy to do that. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, the kind of friend that you've been and we've had, man, we got some stories where we ended up like, how we end up in a fireplace <laughs> taking pictures with heels on. Oh Lord. That's a story for another day. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the insider right there, honey. That's There's a, there are pictures. <laughs> there, yes, there's evidence. There's evidence floating around. But just again, fun times and mm-hmm. um just really thinking back on the kind of friends that I enjoy, uh, just those friends who aren't afraid to say, hey, well, let's go here and do this. Or, hey, I was thinking about this and kind of throwing ideas out there. I'm like, oh, great. This is good. I don't have to come up with everything all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to just follow your lead at times. So I, I appreciate that about you. And what I, what I about you guys, too, is that look, look, look at this. Chemical love fest, yay! But <laughs> what about you guys? Another time to me of just it was still alive. Like I always, and his engineering endeavors, and he applied to Boeing first, got hired. I came on board a year later. That's clarified to people a few times especially they, at one point we worked not only in the same city the same building we me and Andre were in the same group for a few months so I literally so were me and Darren <laughs> Listen, and I was like I gotta see you at home and at work <laughs> <laughs> but I say all that to say yeah. um you know that I've had to clarify a few times that I didn't meet Andre at Boeing and he didn't get me into Boeing or whatever. You know, I, I applied there mm-hmm. because I was around all of you guys and hearing all of you talk about going back to school and the learning together program and 
whatever. Like, not to, like, make this, like, a pitch for Boeing, but, I mean, it was an awesome place to work. But yes, it was. Like it, it's, it goes back to that old quote about "Show me who your friends are, and I'll show you who you are." You know, or if you know, I've heard it a lot of times too. Like things I listen to about money mindsets. Like mm-hmm. you know, you if you're around four millionaires, you you probably about to become the fifth one. Stuff like that. Like just yeah. be in the midst of that and hear the conversation that inspired me to follow possibilities that I probably didn't think of is like, you know, it's a kid from Detroit just trying to get through the week, work a nine to five. You know, I never dreamed that I would work for this, you know, fortune 50 company and travel different places around the world with my husband. And, you know, I, I never even, it wasn't even a, a thought in my mind, but being around all of you, showed me you know how life could be and what was a possibility for me so thank you for that that just warms my heart (laughs) I I just you know sometimes you don't know where life is going to take you Mm -hmm. and um speaking of life events I you know one of the things that uh that you had mentioned is you know just being inspired around some of the friends that we've made Mm -hmm. um to the point where you know, you you get really close to people, especially when you get to know them on a personal level, not mm-hmm. just kind of keeping it surface. And uh, one of the life events I forgot to mention mm-hmm. is I know it's big for when you get married, you have your your family there to help you pick out your dress. Well, because I'm I'm from North Carolina and North Carolina, Seattle, that's on the other side of the country. <laughs> It was too far for my mom to come out, mm-hmm. and uh, we kind of had a deadline. So I remember you and another friend, y'all came with me to help me pick out my wedding dress. Yeah, I mean, these are things where you're like, okay, I think I got something. I'm going to show my friends and, you know, see what their thoughts are. So that was just a, a, a really good moment and things that I remember. I think I have some really, really good memories from Seattle. Dan and I talk about this a lot. Mm-hmm. And it really stems from the friendships that we've made. Yeah. I mean, it it made a huge difference. You talked mm-hmm. about getting together when the holidays came around. You know, Thanksgiving and Christmas are really big holidays, especially for us in the in the United States. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have your family around, you're just thinking like, Well, you know, what do we do? Yeah. Um, and we spent the holidays with you and Andre and a few others. And yeah. it, it just it seemed natural. Mm-hmm. Y'all were family. Mm-hmm. And our family, I would say. You know, just family. Mm-hmm. And how else would we have survived all the drizzly, dreary days in Seattle? You know? There were so many. <laughs> <laughs> so many. Well, well, we made the best of them. We showed Man, we made it, the honey. best of them. Oh, my goodness. Just ate our way around Seattle. Every- I'm right. telling you. <laughs> restaurants and you know, um, just you know, traveling, especially on the on the West Coast, like, oh, we can we can go here, we can go there. Mm-hmm. It was it was just really nice to have, and it, it made our time in Seattle so much better than I probably could even imagine. Well, you know what, Nina, not to toot our own horn, but toot toot because <laughs> <laughs> toot 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 toot. Be, I think that that um that we are a good um example of you know number one uh, a solid friendship 
Number two, a friendship that came about in a time where it might have been difficult to make friends as an adult. And just, you know, just that friendship that evolves with time. I, I honestly, not to, again, not to, you know, sound too pretentious, but I think this was the a perfect topic for us to start out with. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Wholeheartedly. Well, child, as we wrap up, is there anything that you want to leave the listeners with? Yes, I would like to leave the listeners with a simple quote. And the quote goes like this. When you find a sister in someone who is not blood, keep her. Because it's hard to find true, genuine friends, especially as you get older in women. Um, and I would say for men as well, if you find mm-hmm. a sister or brother in someone who's not blood, keep them around. <laughs> Preach. Listen, I felt a quick number in my spirit. I'm about to <laughs> run a lap around the church because, I mean, as they say, you know, if you, if you got one good friend, you know, I, like sometimes you hear, you, you talked about the reality shows earlier, and you, you seen people planning these weddings with like 500 of their closest friends. And to me, that yeah. sounds a little ridiculous. If you can manage it, fine. But in my world, if you can just even find a handful or a single like quality friendship, you know, you're good to go. That's a blessing. Yeah. Keep them. Mm hmm. Well, listeners, I hope you enjoyed this test episode. Um, you know, again, the, if you are listening to this one, you are um, an early adopter. You, <laughs> you are one of our original people. So we just thank you for your listenership, for being that third, fourth, fifth person in the room, however many of y'all is listening um and and just hearing us talk about this topic now if you want to get in contact with us um i mean we're still baby in the game you know still getting started but we do have an email address that makes us sound professional (laughs) we are at coffee to cocktails podcast at gmail.com so reach out to us tell us how you like this podcast um you know, maybe even pitch some topics you like to hear. Maybe we will use one of your topics or have guests in the future. The The possibilities are just endless. But again, we thank you so much for listening to us and sitting with us. And and uh, we wish you the best as you go throughout the day from your coffee to your cocktails. Make sure you drink your water in between. But thank you, Nina. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you, listeners. Look out for more of our episodes coming soon. We are embarking on a journey and we'd love for you to join. Indeed. All right, girl. Okay. (laughs) Till next time. (laughs) Bye-bye. Okay. See ya. Bye.